Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning. Oh, welcome to NAPWIC Talks. Every Wednesday morning, I'm your host, Jada Williams. It gives me great pleasure to be here with you. Like the commercial just said, I have to ask you to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Yes, or head over to our website at www.napwic.org and engage with us. Check out our calendar. See what we have going on. We have all of our different committees, but most of all, click the Join Now button. Yes, become one of our next newest members. Hit us up and meet us at our next local or national event. We have so much going on for you. We're always excited in Nav Week World to get our show going this morning and leaving no seconds of dead air time. <laughs> we also have in the studio this morning no other than the master builder herself, Miss Ann McNeil and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you? Jada, Jada, Jada. I tell you, every time if I were any better, I would be you. And today is no different. I'm excited, Jada, about who we are who we serve, and where we're going as the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And everybody's welcome. I want to make sure I say that because just because we're an association supporting black women and girls, many of our members are not black and they're not women. And so we want to encourage future potential members, our sponsors, supporters, advertisers, especially for this podcast, but the subject for today is our special guest. And as the voice of black women in construction, we also cover professional services. And oftentimes people think about construction, Jada, and they don't think about the fact that we in the construction industry and in this organization, we cover everybody. When you think about water, we need water on construction sites. When you think about health care, we do have safety programs, number one, across the United States. When you think about professional services, architects, engineers, we also have a 
Interior Designers. And our guest today is a new member, and we really, as a member benefit, want to lift her up to the world as a member of this organization and encourage our listeners to hear her story and consider utilizing her services as a part of your business. Yes, as a part of your business. But it all starts with that no like and trust factor. So this is the beginning of that process of getting an opportunity and having an opportunity for our new member, Jocelyn Mackey, uh, to share her story with all of you and encourage you, especially if you're in the area of healthcare, to consider listening in, connect with her, and grow together as we all grow together. So, Jada, as always, let's get this party started. Yes, indeed. Let's get this party started. We're going to go and take a quick commercial break and come back and talk with our newest NAFWIC member, Jocelyn Mackey, Certified Designer, Registered Interior Designer out of Georgia. After this commercial break on NAFWIC Talk. Greetings. My name is Kimley Naylor and I am the owner of Nailwright Construction Company. I am also president of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are proud to celebrate women in construction. I'm very proud to have formed a company that allows for employment opportunities in communities, black communities, to help elevate economic stability and wage increases so that we as black women can continue to empower our communities. I'm excited to be a member of NABWIC because it allows us to shape history. It allows us to empower women to know there is a platform in construction that is vital to the wealth transfer into black communities across this nation. My name is Kimley Naylor, and please join us and celebrating Women in Construction. Yes, indeed, to support a woman is to support a nation. Today's special guest on NABWI Talks is no other than Miss Jackie, Jocelyn, sorry, Miss Jocelyn Mackey, who is a certified, qualified, certified designer and is a state of Georgia registered interior designer. This authorizes her to stamp and seal non-structural permit drawings in the state of Georgia. Jocelyn holds a Bachelor's of Fine Arts in Interior Design and has over 14 years of interior design and project management experiences, working for some of Atlanta's most distinguished and awarding winning interior design and architectural firms. So good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWIC Talks, Ms. Jocelyn. Tell us a little bit about yourself in your own words. Good morning. Um, yeah, so uh, as, as a child, um, my curiosity about design started very, very early. I would sit um, with my grandfather's construction drawing books, and I would just draw and redraw those plans like they were puzzles. Um, my grandmother often would say things like, you know, you're going to be an architect one day, and that never really registered. Um, I not only enjoyed the space planning that I didn't even understand was space planning. It was more about the problem solving 
that I was doing, um, like puzzles. And interior design is so much about solving problems. Um, so, yeah, that's the heart of, of who I am and what I bring um, to design. Oh, wow. So it sounds like you started at such a young age already. Mm-hmm. It was within you with doing those puzzles um, and drawings as a kid with the grandparents. This is super dope. Um, I know I was just getting a little tongue-tied wanting to call you Miss Jackie because we were having such an amazing conversation um, in the green room behind the scenes. Um, you were explaining to us that you were actually one of our newest members out of our Atlanta, Georgia mm-hmm. chapter. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I've been a member of NatWhip um, just since the latter part of um, 2021 and just so excited to be a part of the organization. So out of Atlanta, um, you're doing great things up there with your business. What gravitated you toward um, NatWhip and you wanting to partner or becoming a new member with NatWhip? Well, when I decided to um, become an entrepreneur, I wanted to find organizations that I could synergize with, um, organizations that had a like mind and maybe even a like struggle. As women um, and black women, particularly in construction, there's a a different dynamic that we um, encounter, and I just thought a sisterhood would be an awesome opportunity to just spawn with like-minded individuals um, as we move ourselves forward in construction. Definitely. So speaking to the pillars of NAPWIC under under our umbrella. Um, so, Ms. Ja- Jocelyn, when you moving forward, you were doing those puzzles as a child. Um, when did you realize for yourself Hey, I can actually, I like designing, I like figuring these things out, putting things together. I think this is interior design or architecture. Um, Well, it was more so just he was a builder and he had plans. So there were actually floor plans that I would Mm -hmm. put together and redesign like puzzles. I come from a family of artists, and, you know, art is not really something that you can teach. It's kind of in you. Um, But I had also um, a great curiosity for human psychology and how people think. And so those three things were really pillars, I think, that um, I guess were innate within me that allowed me the opportunity to see how interior design matched those strengths. Um, So I actually thought I was going to be a psychiatrist. (laughs) I went to school for psychology initially um, and then ended up here in Atlanta in banking and finance. And so it's all of those steps, you know, going to school for psychology, being in finance, which helps me with project management. And then in um, during the recession, when the mortgage industry kind of started collapsing, I had to look at what I wanted to do next. And I was already staging homes for real estate agents that were um, my um, agents that I serviced in mortgage. I would, you know, just kind of stage the houses that they had troubles with. I would do that without a fee. And then I would get paid when they sold, and they always did. And that's why it was always a good arrangement. So when the real estate um, industry began its collapse, I just decided, okay, I'm going to go to school for interior design. 
not really knowing what interior design was. Because in my mind, I had the same idea that most people do about interior design, which is more of a decorating aspect. Um, I thought that I would learn more about fabrics and patterns and, you know, coordinating colors. But I was met with some um, drafting tools <laughs> and the process of learning how to design space began. And um, a deeper sense of love um, began with the actual architectural aspects of design, and it brought back all of those early childhood memories of just sitting and solving those problems of how to use or better utilize space. Definitely. So you have such a beautiful story with um, being an artist and recognizing that. I also am a psychology major, my first degree psychology major, so I understand totally picked up on that and understand how um, you move through um, loving the mindset and, and studying people and how that connected with your natural talents with art and the architectural world. It sounds like you definitely um, recognize the gifts um, and talents within yourself. That's, that's what makes it so beautiful um, to me. So what is the life of Jocelyn Mackey like in the interior design world? What do you do day to day? Well, design never stops, <laughs> even when the day stops. I think I go to sleep dreaming about what I'm going to do next. Um, but as of, you know, with most business owners, 70% of my day is, is spent working on my business. 30% of my day is spent working in my business. And a lot of what interior design is, is a lot of site visits, communicating with contractors, communicating with vendors. And then you have the small portion that you get to create um, and do drawings and bring finishes and create a space. So um, my average day is a lot of networking and strategizing and then the rest, um, the other 30% out there visiting contractors, vendors, and managing my projects. Wow, definitely so. So who are your target clients? Well, um, my experience in interior design is vast. I've worked on a lot of different types of projects, um, everything from restaurants and hospitality to senior living and healthcare. Um, what I found, though, most recently is that the healthcare sector specifically medical and clinical, are missing um, an opportunity to use their most valuable asset that they have, which is their facilities, to drive additional revenue um, and to attract and maintain clients and also make their staff work more productive. Um, so those two things of hospitality design and medical design is what I'm molding together and bring a, bringing a new message to physicians to say, hey, your space is valuable. Um, this is your most valuable marketing asset. When people walk through your door, they're not just engaging a space, but they're coming to a conclusion as to who you are as a physician and if they should feel safe with you and if they want to return. Um, and so it's a, a message along with a service community. 
definitely so. And you can hear the passion that you have for what you do. Listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break and come back and have some more absolutely amazing conversation with Ms. Jocelyn Mackey on NABWIC Talk. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, we are back on that. We talked with Ms. Jocelyn Mackey, certified designer and registered interior designer with the state of Florida, I mean, Georgia, my bad. Listen, we are all over the place. If you're connected with NAPWIC, you have sisterhood and an interior designer in Florida, Georgia, Texas. Yo, we are the association that you want to be down with. Listen, also with that being said, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns you want to get on the air or speaking directly with Ms. Jocelyn Mackey, don't be shy. Hit one of your phone and join the conversation or hit us up on our different social media platform. Under the comments, let us know what you're thinking, or like we said earlier in the commercial break, share with the world that you're hanging out with NABWIC. I know we have some members jumping off of their seats to get in on the conversation, so just press one, and we will make sure we get your you mic'd up and in the studio. Miss Jocelyn, I did have one um, comment come in, and the uh, comment on Instagram wants to know, do you have any advice for someone new wanting to get into um, architecture or interior design? She says she's an artist. Um, yes. So um, it depends on what side of design you want to be on. Uh, there's a lot of – and it depends on what state you're in. So some states don't allow you to call yourself an interior designer unless you've had four years of college and you have um, a degree and sometimes even going through what we have to do is um, go through a certification test, which is a three-part test that's 11 hours, just to call yourself an interior designer in some states. And then there's some states that don't have that. Um, Georgia is one that doesn't. So if it's residential design you want to do, I would just um, – Entrench yourself um, in everything interior design. Meet with builders and um, real estate agents and people who, who are moving in that market, and to see how you can begin, you know, servicing them. Um, because in residential, it's not as complicated. Commercial side is a completely different animal, and then that's where you want to make sure that you've um, 
enrolled in a four-year degree program so that you can get the education that you need to be able to sit for the exam to then, um, you know, work in um, an architectural or interior design firm. And you don't actually need the the exam to work. Actually, you have to work Mm -hmm. in an interior design firm or architectural firm to sit for the exam. So I say that backwards. So I hope I answered that question. If not, um, get another shot at it. No, perfect, you did. So basically, for starters, you need to gain that experience or to get qualified to be able to um, take the test uh, or exam, you would need to first work in an interior design firm, um, which is much like, you know, what we would do for the GC license and different state license, pretty much um, Mm -hmm. they want to make sure you're getting that experience. And you know what you're talking about, along with um, actually being able to read the book and pass the exam. So you definitely answered the question there. And then um, gaining the experience, or thank you for explaining that um, there's different sides to architecture and the interior design world. So you want to figure that out on how to navigate um, the system. So that's a great start there. Um, we do have our education committee, uh, Ms. Jocelyn, I'm not sure if you're aware of, and our listeners, we do have our, our, our education committee. They meet every Tuesday morning at 9.30, and um, this next coming up Tuesday or this weekend, they have been having um, seminars or different leaders in business and in the industry um, step in and uh, show us the way. So you definitely want to tap into those resources. And you can find out more with that on our website at uh, www.napwick.org, as always, on the calendars. Um, So, Ms. Jocelyn, you are giving us some fruitful information on how you got started and what steps to take moving forward. What has been some of your accomplishments um, while working in the interior design and architectural world? Um, well, I think my most um, beneficial accomplishment was sitting for that NCIDQ and passing that exam. Um, it is a Hello. very challenging <laughs> exam. Can you hear me? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Hello. Yes, that that's a great uh, accomplishment, passing that exam in itself. Oh, my, <laughs> yes, my goodness. Only 60% of the people who sit for it each time pass. And very, very few people pass all three portions at the same time. Um, It's an 11-hour test, and it takes three different segments. So it's very, very, very intense. (laughs) Um, It goes over things like the um, international building codes, um, fire and safety, systems integration, meaning integrating um, and working with electrical contractors and um, different types of engineers to ensure that the space is coming together and those systems aren't overlapping, um, evacuating a building safely, the egress plan. I mean, it's it's very deep and intensive. And even designers who've been in the industry for years don't necessarily pass that test the first time. So just passing... <laughs> Is a big feather in my cap, and it's what allowed me then to submit my documents to the state of Georgia and um, be given the opportunity to stamp and seal my own um, non-load-bearing construction drawings to submit for permit, which is, I think, my greatest accomplishment um, thus far in my career. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, hats off to you. I told her that we totally, we all get it. So with that, when you speak of the drawings and that you can actually submit and do and get the per meeting, are, how long are you uh, responsible? Are you responsible for these drawings? Do you have any legal obligations with these drawings? Um, a little bit of AIA documents going on. So I'm trying to figure out there with you, since you do have to get registered and certified, take that test, and then get everything approved. What does that picture look like for you or individuals in your space? Well, before interior designers were able to actually stamp their own plans um, in states that allow us to do that, we had to design our work and then have it overseen by an architect as an overseer who may not even be involved in the project. We'd have to submit our drawings to them, they'd have to review them, and then they would take responsibility for our work. Now we are wholly responsible for what we design when our stamp hits those pages, um, which means that we really have to have um, a sense of accountability for, for what we're putting out there as far as public safety is concerned. Thank you, thank you for um, clearing that up because I was very curious on the accountability part there. Um, our guests are not shy, so I have to ask all the questions there. So with that, what's coming up next for Jocelyn Mackey and um, your business? Along with, you know, getting out there and um, spreading the word to the medical and clinical um, industry about how to better utilize their space, it is for me to trumpet the um, cause for registered interior designers um, because a lot of people don't even know what interior design really entails. So the first thing is just understanding the difference between a decorator, a designer, and then a registered interior designer. It's somewhat like um, there's different types of engineers, and you can say I'm an engineer, but you could be just the person that does the maintenance in the building, or you could be a structural engineer, an electrical engineer, or like nursing, you have your RNs, you have your registered nurses, you have all of these different segments. So along with my own personal growth of my business, it's just being out there more and more to spread the word that, hey, if you hire a registered interior designer on your project that does not require any structural load, or if it does, can still be you know, integrated with a structural engineer, most build-outs of commercial properties don't require an architect it's because half the time we're not really affecting the structural load, which means that you save time with working with one person who can design the space out and finish it, and then um, money. It's less expensive because you don't have to have one person design the interior and then have an architect add their feet to the back end to then um, cause, you know, a higher expense to the client. Certainly so. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. We also have in the studio hanging out with us that has her hand up and still on her mic, Ms. Ann McNeil. Some questions coming in. Thank you, Jada. Thank you. I'm not sure if you can hear me okay. Yes, we can. Okay, great, great, great. Yes, thank you so much, Ms. Mackey. I'm learning a lot. One of the things uh, that you said, one, I never thought about uh, in terms of design 
uh, and and um, decorate the space being two different functions along with all of the different parts. But my question for you, though, is can you share with us a struggle or a challenge that you've had to overcome in this industry as a woman or as a black woman or as a small business, which can help speak to those listeners who might be able to connect with your challenge, but more importantly, you're overcoming that challenge or struggle. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, Well, interior designers as a whole, let's just start there. Only 2% of us are black. So out of all interior designers that are registered in any way, anywhere, there's only 2% black, which means that we are – it's a very white-dominated industry with other nationalities that do not um, consider themselves to be black. So that's the, the first thing in learning how to um, navigate and do business and be sometimes taken seriously is, is a challenge that I wish I had um, more like forefront before I even got started in the industry. So I kind of walked into it blind. I was thinking, oh, you know, we're creative. It's going to be easy. I have people that, you know, are like-minded. And that was not necessarily the case. So it's just that journey, um, finding where I, where I belong and, and owning my space in the industry. You know, I belong here. I know I belong here. I don't have to scream that I belong here. But in my action, you'll see that I belong here. And that has been, um, I guess, the journey so far. Thank you. I love the part where you say, you know, I'm going to, no matter what, basically you're going to do what you're doing. You're going to take off and excel in your talent and your acquired knowledge, and that is going to exemplify why you are there in that space. You know, it's pretty much picking your battles. So, Absolutely, because, I mean, if you have creativity, if you can solve problems, if you're a curious thinker, and if you're going to be self-employed, have analytical skills, then eventually with some fortitude you're going to be successful, and then, you know, you really – even though the hurdle is being, you know, a small dot in a big pool, um, just owning your space and knowing that you have what it takes um, and overcoming the fact that we are a very, very small majority, I mean, small minority and a majority um, white dominated field. Yes, yes, definitely. So we also have... Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I just want to wrap up by uh, saying that she just described the construction industry and its yes. related, um, uh, uh, you know, services for all of us. And so, thank you so very much for that response because there's so many of us who are gathered together under the NABWIC banner for that reason. And so, 
as the voice of this industry and with the browning of America, our voice, having an advocate organization like Maverick is for our voice, uh, we are uh, we are proving to be uh, the voice of the industry, if you will, uh, even as the minority. So thank you for being a part of that and uh, continuing to do what you do. Thank you, Jada, for allowing me to, um, to ask that question. Thank you. Of course, of course. Thank you so much. Um, we also have Jackie Perry jumping off of her seats in the studio. Get her comment in this morning, Miss Jocelyn. Jackie Perry, your mic is still open. <laughs> You're running the studios this morning. <laughs> yes, uh, thank you. Good morning, Jada. Good morning, everybody, especially uh, Miss Jocelyn. It's just been so interesting hearing you describe uh, your, your industry, which really was an eye-opener for me. And actually, when I was reading your episode description, I hear Jada talk about uh, a little bit of your bio, um, I began to get a greater appreciation for uh, the the role. What you do as an entrepreneur, number one, but uh, just being a certified designer, because as you said, uh, sometimes when you hear people say interior designer, you just think about those people that just, you know, go go in and not to belittle anything, you know, put a little, few little trinkets in the home. And that's what I think of as interior designer, but reading that you're a certified designer, registered interior designer with uh, a broader uh, scope that entails, you know, the architecture of designs, uh, you know, do, doing the work, designing these commercial spaces. Uh, it just, again, uh, enlighten my and broaden my perspective on the role. But I do have a question. Um, I know, too, that when you're looking at uh, commercial uh, places as far as interior design, the chief motive behind, I'm sure, people that uh, want your um, talent is to make their commercial place attractive for potential clients. So on those jobs that you've worked uh, on, uh, can you give us, uh, so you've worked on a couple of roles, and so maybe these clients may have given you feedback. And so tell us a couple of words that you've received in terms of feedback that you've received from your clients that made you feel like, oh, this is great. You know, I've accomplished my uh, objective. Uh, I really feel good about what I do. So some feedback from your clients that made you feel that way. Oh, that's a great question. So sometimes it's not so much verbal, um, but it's going back and seeing people interact with the spaces you thoughtfully created for them. Um, that is an ex- is a um, experience. It's hard to even <laughs> explain. You know that you took time, and it could have been months or a year or a year and a half or however long, however large that project was just to bring to completion, and every bit of everything that you do is very thoughtful and intentional um, and meant for that end user. And then just to come back and see them using the space as you designed it, I think that is the most um, touching part and special part of what I do. 
great. And I imagine that does give you a wonderful feeling of fulfillment because I think about probably anything that we do, you know, no matter what role you're in, uh, when you finish it and when you can stand back and look at it and see people enjoying it, making use of it, it just gives you a wonderful feeling of fulfillment and that you met your objective in that. So thank you so much for what you do, too. Thank you for the question. Yes, indeed. Hey, don't forget, if you want to join the conversation, don't be shy. Hit one on your phones before we wrap up the end of the show. So, Miss Jackie, I mean, Miss Jackie, I'm, I just want to keep you doing everything this morning in the studio with me. That's <laughs> okay. Jackie. I'm used to being called I answer as long as I know that you're talking to me. Miss <laughs> Jocelyn, are you ready for the hard question? Think I am. <laughs> Fire. Oh. We'll see. Well, you said you've had your coffee this morning. Um, Napwick knows we love our coffee, our coffee con leche. I I have it every morning when I'm in here with the studio. So don't don't get shy on us now. <laughs> what um what is one of your favorite books, or what are you doing? What are you reading right now that keeps you motivated? Oh, well, my my life is such that I don't have a lot of time to sit still. So the invention of ebooks um, has been a beautiful thing, as well as listen to blogs and, I mean, vlogs and podcasts and such. Um, but something that I keep on repeat um, is this book called White Fragility by Robin um, D'Angelo. And what it talks about in the book um, is why it's so hard for races to talk about the challenges that we have in our country. Um, And it's not so much to judge other races, but just a way for me to, to listen and find my path forward by understanding the game and the cards that have been dealt to to all of us. Um, So that that book um, I listen to, I listen to all the time, and it it gives me a new perspective every time I listen to it um, as to maybe how to better navigate microaggressions that we face so often as women, um, black women specifically in this industry. Thank you so much for that. Book read. Could you mention the name one more time for us? Because we love, love, love to add from resilient leaders as yourself, such as yourself, the book list called our Navwick book list mm-hmm. from our leaders. It's yes, it's called White Fragility. It's by Robin D'Angelo, um, and it's a book about why it is hard for certain races to talk about racism. Um, and the dynamic that that plays in our country. Um, And like I said, it's just a way to just maybe find your way of navigating better because when you know the game and you know the cards that are dealt to everybody, you know the cards are face up now, maybe um, carving a path of least resistance becomes um, an easier thing to do. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to download that one right now. That is White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. So, Miss Jocelyn, we have been all in your game room this morning. Share with us your motto, 
and how we can reach you. What is some advice or your closing remarks? Keep us motivated and going this morning in our interior and design, architectural world, and just in our daily life, period. Okay, so a motto that I go by, um, it's, it's called Kim, which is keep it moving. Um, a lot of times we run into challenges and things that want to stop us in our tracks. Um, and what is very important is that we understand that whatever that is, it's just temporary. And if we just accept what's happened, say to ourselves, dang, that just happened. But then we need to go to next. And we need to go to next as quick as possible because we have to get to our solution and not sit in our problem. So KIM is something I tell myself all the time, Kim, which is just keep it moving. Um, that's a life motto. Um, you can reach yes. me um, by emailing jmackey, J-M-A-C-K-E-Y, at Accessible Design Studios with an S, dot com. You can find me at Accessible Design Studios on the web, or you can give me a call at 678-962-7372. I'm also on Instagram under the same business name, Accessible Design Studios. And LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. And LinkedIn under my name, under my name, Jocelyn, J-O-S. C-E-L-I-N, Mackie, M-A-C-K-E-Y. Definitely so, definitely so. Thank you. You know, in the world that we're in today, you cannot leave off them social media handles, Miss Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to include that. Our, our NAVWIC sisters will be reaching out to you and um, the rest of the world, all of our listeners. So thank you for joining in this morning. I definitely love the motto, Kim. We are keeping it moving. Everything is temporary. If it's just standing in your way, we you know, you just keep it moving, which is pretty much the same spirit of the spirit of our leader, Ms. Ann McNeil, with our thinking girl rich and everything, the mindset there. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, this has been another absolutely amazing NAPWIC Talks radio podcast this morning. We are on the air every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m., bringing you resilient, extinguished guests like Ms. Jocelyn Mackey. Until next Wednesday morning, have a beautiful day. Thanks for joining us on NAPWIC Talks. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NAPWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.